0: Welcome to Lips and Tea Talk Show, your link to the best girlfriend hangout to spill on everything. Here's your host. Hey besties, welcome back to the Lips and Tea Talk Show. I am your girl Demetrius. I hope y'all are having a wonderful day because right here every week I'm sharing my thoughts on various subjects ranging from anything and everything under the sun. Bessie, today i want to share the history of henry boyd and talk about love in 2023 that's right it's february black history month so it's only right to do black history adventures and talk about love listen Bessie's, it's thursday just one more day to the weekend so from now on every thursday i need y'all to come and join your girl right here for a girl's night okay i need y'all get comfy grab yourself a drink and a snack because it's about to be lit Harry Boyd was born on a Kentucky plantation as a slave in 1802 and the first of 18 years of his life he would remain a slave Mr. Boyd was apprenticed out to a cabinet maker he had tremendous talent for carpentry Mr. Boyd was permitted to accept additional work assignments to earn his freedom for example, he worked for salt company, chopping wood and keeping an eye on the boiling pots reducing the salt. Mr. Boyd eventually made enough to gain his freedom. At 24 years old, in 1826, Mr. Boyd arrived in Cincinnati. Although Ohio was a free state, Cincinnati bordered the slave state of Kentucky and was not a welcoming city for blacks. Boyd found this out firsthand. Arriving nearly broke, the skilled carpenter set out finding means to support himself. Although Cincinnati was a bustling place full of opportunities for employment, no one would hire him for a skilled position. One shop that considered hiring him backed down when it's white workers threatened to quit. To make ends meet, Mr. Boyd found work on the Cincinnati Riverfront where many African-Americans and Irish find employment there, working for stores, unloading cargo for the many steamboats at the city's public landing. His work and commitment enabled him to escape his bite-breaking work. Mr. Boyd became a janitor at a store. One day, when a white carpenter showed up too drunk to work, Mr. Boyd built a counter for the storekeeper. This impressed his boss so much that he contracted him for other construction projects. Through word of mouth, Mr. Boy's talent began to break down the racism he originally encountered and enable him to pick up more contracting jobs, working alongside white carpenters. With the money he earned from his store job and the side carpentry projects, he was able to put aside money for something special no it wasn't to further his career or make his life more comfortable it was to purchase the freedom of a brother and a sister mr henry boyd accumulated enough money to purchase his own workshop for woodworking his workshop soon grew to encompass four buildings located at the corner of 8th and broadway in cincinnati here mr boyd would build an assembly bed frames of his own design the Boyd bedstead This was an improvement over the existing bed frames of the day. The Boyd bedstead utilizes a right and left wood screws process with 12 railings making for a sturdier fit to ensure more stress. This revolutionary new design was developed by Mr. Boyd. He was unable to obtain a patent for it due to the color of his skin. In 1883, George Porter, a cabinet maker, was issued a patent for the technology using boys' beds, but it was not known if Mr. Boy was assistance in getting this done. Despite the barriers put in his way, his bed and shop then made it flourish. The wealth he accumulated from his work allowed him to house his family in a dwelling on the new street downtown. Not only was his bedstead breaking new ground, but so were Mr. Boyd's work practices. Employing 20 to 50 people at any given time, he operated an integrated workplace. In this setting, Mr. Boyd's bedstead became extremely popu- popular. Prominent Cincinnatians of the time, including Charles Sice, purchased his bedsteads. Mr. Boyd's bedsteads started to be duplicated by others, therefore he stamped his name on each frame so that People would know that they were receiving the real Boyd Bedstead. The H. Boyd Company, as its business was known, catered to hotels as well as individuals. In 1844, the company produced over a thousand beds. By 1855, H. Boyd Company has expanded to include a showroom that also displayed his parlay furniture. The popularity and success of the fully integrated H. Boyd Company was not appreciated by some. His factory was the target of arsonists. Twice, his building was burnt down to the ground and he rebuilt. Sadly, after the third fire destroyed his business, insurance companies would no longer insure him. In 1862, Mr. Boyd closed his doors for good. Mr. Boyd had accurate enough wealth to live out his retirement comfortably at his new street address. His successful business ventures with the boy bedstead would not be the only operation he ran successfully. Throughout the years leading to the Civil War, Mr. Boyd had been active in the Underground Railroad as a conductor, well, less known as the abolitionist circles. Mr. Boyd would house any runways in an alleged secret room he built that could shelter up to five people. So active was Mr. Boyd in the Underground Railroad that many others of the time, such as the botanist hunting Lyman, though Boyd's home was the first stop across the Ohio River and not the home of Levi Coffin, his home was welcomed to the needy as well. It is said he took care of a man for over 100 years of age who had been left at the riverfront to die. An astute and observant man, Mr. Boyd believed that the shoulder outbreak of 1832 was waterborne. His thoughts were even posted in local newspapers, but to no avail, no one paid heed to his warnings. Mr. Boyd would live by the rest of his life in relative comfort at his New Street residence. On March 1st, 1886, Mr. Henry Boyd passed away at the age of 83. Despite his success and prominence within the community, Mr. Boyd was laid to rest in the Almar Grave in Spring Grove Cemetery. His resting place may be forgotten, but his bedstead is certainly not. Mr. Boyd's beds are sought out by collectors and demand top dollar at auctions. Reading it was kind of sad and heartbreaking. Rest in peace Mr. Boyd, thank you for your invention and your time. okay besties believe me when i say sis i am not an expert but an expert of my own life but i will share some of my past relationships and a little of my 11 year relationship now almost one year engagement in june yes clap about for you girl past relationships have taught me a lot alone with my godmother especially when you're with the one you'll be still learning about that person to the day you die no harm's wishes to anyone but you get what i'm trying to say right if y'all still trying to date in the era of Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, Rare, OK Cupid, The League, you know, not to mention it's probably more out there, but that's a few that I have found. I understand you're scared that you'll get ghosted, breadcrumb, bench, catfish, definitely catfish, cuffed. Freckle, Gaslit, Love, bone, Pocketed, Roach, Slow fate, Stash, Woke Fish, and Zombie. Which I have no idea what most of them is. But I do know Catfish because it's a show on MTV. But I just saying why y'all don't know. Some of y'all are not ready for relationships. Some of y'all are looking for relationships. And most of these apps are helping the ones that don't. And helping the ones that do. Most of them. But I do. And I am preferable for most everybody on these apps. Because there's some weird and crazy people in this world. Like really crazy. And don't get me started, especially on these dates or when you're dating someone new, we always avoid or overlook the red, green, pink, and yellow flags. Like, come on, why are we ignoring these? But well, we do, I guess, because most of us are desperate to be in a relationship or some just say, okay, maybe that's just one little thing. maybe I can fix that. People, we have to realize, we can't fix people. You can fix yourself, but you can't fix nobody else. You could tell, tell them, but it's not like they're going to be like, oh, okay, I'm fixing myself. And if they do fix themselves for you, there's something wrong because that relationship will not be perfect. If you understand what I'm saying, because love, like love is, love is like this. Have you ever noticed that when you're frantically searching for something, you never find it, and then it's easier to find things when you take a step back, relax, regather, think, and refocus? Then, poof, that missing item is found. This also applies to love. Just think about it. Now I know we're looking to sum up love in one word. One word. But I believe you know love is indescribable. I mean, everyone has their own definition definition, but I think to everybody it's an in- indescribable. I mean, it could be little things, it could be big things, it could be nothing but being with the person. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has their own definition about love in one word. I want to know to the ones that are still looking for a relationship in 2023. And I hope it ain't married people. And, you know, people that's already in relationships. But, you know, kudos to what you do. Okay. It was hard. And listen, I know you guys probably saying 11 years. Yes, 11 years. Because I had things I had to work on for myself. And he had things he needed to work on for himself. And then we finally got it. I think after what? Six, seven? Probably six Six or five years. And then after that. We just really start. Getting to know each other. Like over again. If you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Each relationship is different. Everyone goes through different things. Sometimes you get people engaged within six months. You have some people engaged after a year. Two years. But hey. Teach your own. Don't judge me. Because it's not your place to judge me. God is judging me. Okay. Falling in love. It's easy to fall in love with someone, and it's really easy to fall out of love. And it kind of depends on the person and the reason to leave that person that he or she does not love anymore. It can be either they're very violent or disrespectful. It could be stealing. It could be addictions. I mean, it could be a lot of things while you have out of love with someone. But it's not your fault if you fall in love with that person. Well, Yeah not your fault no you can't blame yourself sometimes people come in your life like my dear says people come in your life for a reason and some people come in your life for a season so just remember that okay do you guys think love hurts because, you know, like when you break up with someone or you get like a really bad breakup or someone cheats on you, whatever the case may be. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get in love no more because this person cheated on me. Oh my God, love hurts. But, you know, I just realized at the age that I'm in, yes, I'm in my fine prime and I'm into my age. But yes, okay. When you get older, you start seeing things a lot differently. But I just realized that love doesn't hurt you the person that doesn't know how to love you hurts you mm-hmm, since dropping gems y'all better take that write that down love does not hurt you the person that you're dating or in a relationship with doesn't know how to love you and they're the ones that cause them the hurt not love just got the wrong one sis that's it okay now best is remember serenity is to accept the things you cannot change courage to change the things you can how would you treat yourself is in theory how'd you treat a prospective partner yeah let that think sink in and then i know for me if i'm doing more than that person sorry you guys i'm gonna get my water if i'm doing more than that person that person is not really trying that's a red flag for me that means i need to back up about this situation and rethink it now your girl gonna hook you up with some questions i found for you, besties like if you're trying to figure out what you want who you are and all that i love it self-love is the best love because remember a spouse or partner cannot make you happy every day. It's your job to make yourself happy. They can just sprinkle a little bit more love on top with that happy that you're built for yourself. You understand what I'm saying? So the question one, go ahead and write this down. Why do you think you're single? Now you're going to ask yourself this question and seriously reflect. And if your answer is you don't know, you're obviously not ready to date, sis. You need to sit in your feelings and really try to gain perspective as to why you are single. This will also help you to realize patterns that maybe you didn't realize were taking place and to see which things you can change to make the dating experience more positive. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to rate yourself and not by looks. Girl, we know you're cute. You ain't got to do all that, okay? You're going to do rather on the qualities you possess but the achievements and accomplishments you hold and your physical and mental health. Add it to the list. What you bring to our relationship and be honest then once you do that i want you to pick a number one through ten number three are you even really date ready to be dating like are you ready to not you know in the last question you had to pick one through ten so if your number is less than eight you should not be dating sis bro take a break figure out what you want figure out who you are Please yourself, make yourself happy, then find that person, you know? And this means, you know, like I just say, you need to work on yourself. In order to attract the quality partner, you need to be on high, of high quality. And an easy step to start in the right direction is my favorite phrase. Happy plus active equals attractive. Mm-hmm. You need to elevate your physical and mental health by investing in a better exercise routine diet. Now this is not about what you eat, but also what your brain consumes. And, surround, and surround yourself with others that dedicated to a role in elevation. Like if they're trying to make their, their life that girl or it girl or bad B, you know, bad bitch, all that um, sexy guy, whatever. Find a group of people that are doing that. So that way you can follow their lead and they can follow your lead sometimes. You know, help each other, help each other, you know? Now, once you feel like you're a plus, this should be your time to start the dating process, okay? Replace that list, This, This is, yes, go ahead, write this down. Replace the list. Please avoid writing a list of physical traits and qualities you're looking for in a partner. Instead, write a description of how you want to be treated in a relationship. How do you want this person to make you feel what kind of future do you want to achieve with this partner writing down these expectations will help you understand your own values and what you're really looking for now you can set your standards high it's up to you to set the bar for yourself once you're in the dating scene but remember you can't control others but you can set your bar high where this can either encourage the right person to level up or attract someone that's already on your level mm-hmm now remember these keys look energy and effort use these three keys to guide you to date on the top level you'll know sis when you see them walk over to you you'll know okay now for all 2023 let's resolve to be better people and maybe even have a little fun out there we don't have to keep on stewing in despair or lashing out of anger that's what therapy is for That's what the work is for. That's what love itself is for. To make our 80-something years on this planet something other than the sum of every slight we've stared down and every hour we've weathered, whatever. If we wanted to and if we're lucky, we won't even be forced to transcend all the things alone. If not, let's at least try to be consistent, useful, respectful, sorry, visible, and excellent. It's no more than y'all are looking for in a partner. We've discussed some good things about love in 2023. You got to learn about Mr. Henry Boyd, who did redevelop the bedstead. Yes. Who couldn't even get a patent on his own bed because he's African-American. I don't know. Times were hard for us, white people. Sometimes in life, sis, you have to take your time alone to find who you are and what you want first. And everything else will fall in place. Well, Besties, I could continue to keep chatting your ears off, but I'd rather let you go because I gotta go myself. Okay? But I do need you to do me a favor and leave a review and rating wherever you podcast. I want to extend my thanks to family for giving me advice um, on my podcast episode here. Thanks for joining me again. I genuinely hope that you enjoy this episode and you'll share it with your friends. And follow me on IG at lips and tea talk show. There, you'll find a quick link to subscribe to all of our social media accounts. Now, I absolutely love chatting with you, and I pray that you'll have a great week. Please don't be a stranger, because on this podcast, honey, we spill the tea. We just don't drink it. Until next time, besties. Bye.